are listening to Nightlight. And yes, you're listening to Nightlight. Nice to be back with another program. Our topic on the show today is failure and how failure can sometimes be a good thing. And I've got some inspirations on that topic. Plus, as always, a great mix of songs. Starting with this from Philip Johnson, and this one recorded live in concert. Switch off and switch on to Nightlight. As you know, uh, songwriters write songs from, you know, experiences often, things they go through. And, and one time our band went through a funny experience. So I made this song and... I'm not going to explain the experience because it's all in the lyrics of the song. So if you just listen to the song, then you'll know the little story that happened to us one night in Tokyo. The song is called Band Without a Bar. Woke up late, feeling fine. Got a show tonight night. Brush my teeth and make the bed Planning my songs in my head Pack the drum set in the car The place we play is not too far When we get there it's not fair Bar is closed and no one's there We're the band without a bar Band without a bar If you wonder who we are We're the band without a bar So Kind of ease the shock We start to sing on the sidewalk It was very impromptu The gaijin band with no venue You take the punches as they come With folk guitar and Say a prayer instead of cry Busking free for passers-by We're the band without Crowds 
waltz in the clouds We're the band without a bar Band without a bar If you wonder who we are We're the band without a bar Philip and his heart-to-heart group 
playing live in concert in Tokyo. Nice to hear some great guitar playing there from Philip. Philip's now actually moved to Germany and he's based there and still writing great songs. And as you know, I often include them on this program. Shining Love's Light. You're listening to Nightlight. Time now for our first inspiration on our topic, which is failure. And this is called Failing is a Blessing. The fact is, everyone fails in life. But it is a gift if you don't give up and are willing to learn, improve and grow because of it. Failure often serves as a defining moment a crossroad on the journey of your life. It gives you a test designed to measure your courage, perseverance, commitment, and dedication. Are you a pretender who gives up after a little adversity, or a contender who keeps getting up after getting knocked down? Failure provides you with a great opportunity to decide how much you really want something. Will you give up? Or will you dig deeper, commit more, work harder, learn and get better? On the other hand, sometimes failure causes you to take a different path that is better for you in the long run. Sometimes we have to lose a goal to find our destiny. Sometimes failure helps us see that we want something else. Whatever path failure guides you towards, it is always meant to give you a big serving of humble pie that builds your character, gives you perspective, grows your faith, and makes you appreciate your success later on. If you didn't fail, you wouldn't become the kind of person who ultimately succeeds. So the next time you fail, don't let it keep you from the life you were born to live and the future you were meant to create. See failure as a test, a teacher, a detour to a better outcome and an event that builds a better you. Failure is not meant to be final and fatal. It is not meant to define you. It is meant to refine you to be all that you are meant to be. When you see failure as a blessing instead of a curse, you will turn the gift of failure into a stepping stone that leads to the gift of success. So I love you 
This is my confessional When I try I get panic Nice clothes, red rose, candlelight, love notes As far as that goes, you know I score pretty low I wanna understand you at 100% But my brain can't decode your subtler hints I'm just not good at it Gentlemen, pull out your chair for you whenever I can. I'm just not good at it. It doesn't happen that often, does it? I wanna love you, baby. I wanna love you, baby. I'm just not good at it. I'm just not good at it. So why love me, baby? So why love me, baby? I'm just not good at it, but you're so into it. But you love for me, it gives me what I need to keep working on it. album called Strawberry Jam, Not That Good. And I think all of us guys who've been skinny, scrawny teenagers and embarrassed to ask a girl to dance, well, uh, we can relate to that song, feeling not that good, feeling like a failure. And that's the topic of the inspirations on Nightlight today. Feeling tired? Get inspired with Nightlight. God's Fabulous Flops Was Elijah's ministry defeated when he ran from Jezebel after his great victory on Mount Carmel? Was his great bravery there scuttled by his cowardice in the wilderness? After slaying the hundreds of false prophets, here he was running from a mere woman. What a picture! the great, brave, statuesque prophet, towering above all the people in the might and power of God on top of Mount Carmel, calling down fire from heaven, then afterwards running from Queen Jezebel. Here was the prophet of God, afraid of a woman. 
Didn't this defeat his whole ministry? Didn't this undermine his entire witness? Didn't this prove he wasn't such a great prophet after all? Didn't this cause him to lose his following? Or was God trying to show him something that was going to make him a better prophet, a humbler prophet, who would come back unafraid even of the king, much less the queen? After Elijah found out that God was not just in the fire, the thunder, and the earthquake, this man of fire and thunder became a meek man of the still, small voice of God. He'd been great on doom and destruction and judgment. Now he was learning the slow, patient process of feeding and leading the sheep. Wasn't it a disgrace and a terrible blow to his cause for the great leader of the prophets of doom, Jeremiah, to be hung in stocks before the temple door so his brethren could spit in his face, or be dropped in the mud to his armpits by his enemies so that his dear friend Ebed-Melech had to come and get him out? And wasn't that finally the most scandalous of all, that he should land in jail, branded a traitor and a criminal, disloyal to his nation and his own people? Yes, but not to God. It was all part of God's plan to keep Jeremiah humble and close to the Lord, utterly dependent on God. Did God make a mistake? Or was he trying to show that he can use anything, even you, by giving us such encouraging examples of his successful failures, his fabulous flops, his daring dropouts who dared to trust him in spite of themselves and give him all the glory because they knew it had to be God. is sufficient for thee for my strength is made perfect perfect in weakness and he said unto me my grace is sufficient for thee for my strength is made perfect perfect in most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Said unto me, my grace is.
Strength is made perfect in our weakness. And that's Jerry Palladino. Beautiful, beautiful voice Jerry has. Very comforting. And his music has been a mainstay of my radio programs for many years. And you can look forward to an interview with Jerry Palladino coming up on Nightlight very, very soon. Bringing you peace in the midst of the storm. You're listening to Nightlight. Thomas Edison's workshop was on fire. As he helplessly watched it burn, taking his costly experiments up in flames, he called his son Charles. Come, he said, you'll never see anything like this again. And then he called his wife. As the three stood gazing, Edison said, there go all our mistakes. Now we can start over afresh. In two weeks, he started rebuilding the workshop, and it was not long before he invented the phonograph. Thomas Edison invented the phonograph at age 30, and he was almost totally deaf from childhood. He could only hear the loudest noises and shouts. This kind of delighted him, for he said, a man who has to shout can never tell a lie. His other inventions, the incandescent bulb, microphone, mimeograph, fluoroscope, and movies. Next song is from Pethuel. There's another very comforting voice, and I think you'll love this song. It's called Never Mind. Morning sun after midnight rain Good things come after sorrow and pain are through Never mind what happened yesterday One look behind could ruin everything If you 
Patience is a virtue, wise folks say. Hope expects in faith, no someday that you visit our website there's at least 80 different nightlight shows you can listen to online or download from there and also links to many other of the audio inspirations and devotionals including the King James Bible which I've recorded over the years you'll find them right there praise the Lord also please please if you are a Facebook user have a look at our nightlight shows 
Facebook page. And now I am actually posting there our daily programs that we do in Uganda. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday on the air. And you can hear those programs if you can't hear them uh, on Alpha FM, which is the station that broadcasts them in Kampala. Well, then you can listen to them online. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So once again, that's Nightlight Shows. You can also leave your comments. Uh, please like the page and also pass it on to your friends because there's lots of content there which you can enjoy, including a verse for the day, a Bible verse for the day, as well as a mottos for success. You can also leave your prayer requests there if you have a prayer request. And not only will we at Nightlight pray for you, but other people also, when they visit the page, may well pray for your prayer request. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You're listening to an international edition of Nightlight, shining God's love light to the world. And our topic today is on the gift of failure. Sometimes God uses life's disappointments to draw us closer to himself or teach us patience and trust. He also may use them to redirect us toward his will. Don't let failure or disappointments cut you off from God or make you think the future is hopeless. When God closes one door, he often opens another, if we seek it. The Apostle Paul said, I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. He wrote those words while in prison his plans disrupted, and his future uncertain. The reason he could say them, however, was because he had learned to see disappointment and failure from God's perspective, and to trust the future into his hands. May this be true of us. When life turns against you, let the psalmist's prayer become yours. Show me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Handed you a lemon And it's turned out pretty sour Everybody's heard your reasons Why you couldn't quite make the grade It's time to take that bit of lemon Squeeze it in a sweet lemonade
family, friends, and foe who've taken the time to listen to your sad, sad tale of woe. Everybody's heard your reasons why you couldn't quite make the grade. It's time to take that bit of lemon, squeeze it in a sweet lemonade. in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as one of the great blues slide guitarists of all time. Used to play for a group called the Fleetwood Mac way back in the 60s. He caused a sensation in the music industry by giving it all up at the height of his fame and fortune. He got witness to on the street in Los Angeles, I believe it was, and decided to follow Jesus. He forsook all to follow Jesus and become a disciple of Jesus, and he's still serving the Lord all these years later, dedicated his music for the Lord, and of course, whatever you give up for the Lord, well, he'll give it back to you many times over. And so he has had wonderful, wonderful opportunities to write Christian music, Christian songs, and through his music, woo and win many people to the Lord. Praise the Lord. I had the same decision when I was a young man at drama school and my big goal, my ambition in life was to be a Shakespeare actor. And the same thing happened to me. Somebody witnessed to me and led me to Jesus and challenged me to forsake all and to follow him and become a disciple of Jesus, which I did. And I never expected to use my talents again, my acting talents. But sure enough, the Lord led me after a few years into radio and I've been using my uh, dramatic talents on the air, the voice talents that the Lord has given me ever since. Thank you, Jesus. And I'm just so happy that I made that decision to follow Jesus and use my talents to him. I mean, the talents that the Lord has given you, you can't take any credit for them because they're your natural talents. And I encourage you listening just to Ask the Lord, well, what your talents are and are you using them for him 
in some way. If you do, well, it will be so fulfilling for you. I mean, you don't want to be like those guys who um, buried their talents, right? And then the king came and asked what they'd done with their talents. And of course, um, two of them had invested their talents wisely and the other had buried his talents. So don't be like the one who buries your talent. Amen. Let it shine. Bring it out. Use it to bless others and to bless the world. Amen. Inspiring you to draw closer to God. You're listening to Nightlight. Well, let's have another song and then we'll come back with, I've got still a couple of more short inspirations on the topic of failure. Well, I said that I was going to highlight the songs of David Blossom on our shows because I've got so many of them that I haven't used on the program. And this is a great song. It's called Look Up. Look Up Look up, look up at what's before you and don't stop Go on, move on Determine not to give in and be strong Believe me for my promises of all possible realities that seem way is the best Don't settle for the way it's been Get ready for what's coming in Do all you can Make sure you'll pass the test Look up Look up Look up once before you And don't stop Go on Thank you. 
with music to calm and soothe your soul. You're listening to Nightlight. Moving Beyond Failure The road to failure is usually paved with good intentions. It's at the end of this road, when we're out of our own resources, that we meet with God's abundant grace. Peter, though well-intentioned, had failed Jesus several times. At the last Passover supper, Jesus wanted to wash his feet, but he protested, You shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered, Unless I wash you, you have no part with me. Peter quickly reverses his response. Then, Lord, not just my feet, but my hands and my head as well. Shortly after, Jesus tells his disciples they would all fall away on account of him. In his usual outspoken manner, Peter replies, Even if all fall away on account of you, I never will. Jesus then tells him before the rooster crows that night, he will have disowned him three times. In the Garden of Gethsemane, despite Jesus' repeated requests to pray with him, Peter was too tired and slept. When the soldiers came, he wasn't prepared. In an effort to protect Jesus, he hastily drew his sword and cut off the ear of Malchus, one of the soldiers. Because he had failed to pray, he had failed to exercise self-control. Jesus rebuked him, and Peter fails to say he's sorry. He then fails to remain loyal, and as Jesus said, denied him three times in one night. If we're not living in a prayerful place, we're not prepared for coping with unexpected turmoil and tragedies. Most of us can click in at some point with Peter's failures. We come out of an over-inflated sense of our own ability to live for Christ and then discover we can't. But Jesus doesn't leave Peter in that desolate place. He teaches and reteaches a principle that we must never move away from. Jesus can only do through us what we allow him to do to us. Unless I wash you, you have no part with me. Recovery for Peter did not mean perfection. It means acknowledging where he is in his life and being realistic in his assessment of who he is. His reinstatement does not come because of his strength, but because of his brokenness. We step into the will of God by acknowledging our love of Christ. We are loved to love. We are strengthened to strengthen. And having moved beyond failure, we do it in the power of Jesus. Failure leads us to that beautiful discovery that when we are faithless, Christ is faithful. Charles Price When you can only see a step ahead, walk on And the waves of doubt are washing over your head, walk on You burned your bridges and can't go back, walk on And you feel like you're starting all over again Walk on When the night is cloudy and you can't see the stars Walk on And the 
unknown tomorrow is your prison bars. Walk on. Tears overflow and empty your soul. Walk on. And you wonder if you'll see another dawn. Walk on. Walk on. A step at a time. Walk on. Hold on to your lifeline. Hold on and remember, you come this far. Remember and believe the sun's gonna rise tomorrow. Believe when the wind and rain are beating in your face. Walk on. Though it's sunny outside in every other place, walk on. Alone in the crowd and hear your heart pound, walk on. Though it's drowning out every other sound, walk on. Walk on. A step at a time, walk on. Hold on to your lifeline. Hold on and remember, you've come this far. Remember and believe the sun's gonna rise tomorrow. Believe and when you feel like you reached the end of your rope, hold on. Faith is weak, and you're losing hope. Hold on, when the darkest hour just don't seem to pass, and the flag of your hopes and dreams is at half mast, and when you can't see your way out of this one, remember. How many times you felt the same? Remember, and you're here to tell the tale. Remember, and by the grace of God, you'll get through. And remember to walk on, a step at a time. Walk on. Hold on to your lifeline. Hold on and remember, you've come this far. Remember and believe the sun's gonna rise tomorrow. Believe, walk on. Yes, the path of the just is as the shining light which shines more and more unto the perfect day. So don't let anything discourage you. Just keep walking on. Hallelujah. Amen. That's Keith Yoakum. And 
and uh, thanks to Keith Yoakum. And Keith promised to send me some more of his songs. I just wrote to him reminding him that because I really like Keith's songs. It would be nice to have more of them to include on the program. Okay, well, we have time for one more inspiration uh, on our topic. This is from Janet Cluck, who is a blogger and a mother of 10, lives in the U.S. And this is called Joseph's Technicolor Painting. We all have them. Plans that didn't turn out the way we'd hoped. Prayers that seemed like they didn't make it past the ceiling. Dreams that break and are shattered as we wonder what went wrong. We keep going, but often these apparent failures remain etched in our mind, along with a question mark. Why didn't things turn out the way I'd planned or hoped or prayed? In the animated film, Joseph, King of Dreams, there is one scene where Joseph, after having been sold by his brothers as a slave and taken to Egypt, has been bought by Potiphar and is seen scrubbing a floor. He visualizes his brothers laughing and mocking him. His tasks are made even more miserable by the resentment and anger he's been holding on to. Of course, If anyone had a right to be angry and resentful, it would have been Joseph. He'd been betrayed by the very ones who should have protected him and stood up for him, his own family. Whatever Joseph's plans might have been, they were broken in pieces and scattered among the sands on his long trek to Egypt. His future outlook was certainly bleak. But as we know, and as Joseph found out, the story didn't end there. Despite going through many more hardships and difficulties, Joseph ended up in a position to save the future of a nation and his family at the same time. And through all that God did for him, he learned just how vast and perfect God's plan is. God can take the most terrible occurrences and transform them into hope and a future. Joseph's dreams did come true just not in the way he had expected, planned, or even dreamed. Imagine there is a gorgeous painting hanging on the wall of an apartment. It was painted by a great artist and contains contrasts of images, colors, shapes, and elements, if you could see it in its entirety. But you're not inside the apartment, and the only chance you have of seeing it at all is through the keyhole where you can catch only a small glimpse of the darkest, most shadowed section. You might think, what a dark and depressing painting. Why didn't the artist use brighter colors or grace the canvas with more light? This is so often the perspective of our own lives. We focus on the dark spots the losses and perceived failures. But all the while, our life is a beautiful, colorful, joyful, and bright painting. The problem is that we're viewing it through a tiny keyhole. If we could just see our lives from a bigger, more complete perspective, so many other elements and colors and highlights would come into view, and that tiny image would be transformed into the marvelous masterpiece that it truly can be in God's eyes. Maybe those dark spots in our lives represent a broken friendship, a painful breakup, a new opportunity falling through, 
or a feeling that our goals and dreams are slowly being swept away by life just being the way it is, complicated, busy, and not always in our favor. All that can change, though. God can mend a broken heart if you give him all the pieces. I read recently that we cannot disappoint God because he already knows that we can't be perfect. He's fully aware of our failures, setbacks, and even sins, and he still loves us with more intensity, care, and compassion than we can begin to comprehend. If we try to figure God out or fully understand his plan, forcing things to fit into our very limited perspective, we'll only be disappointed in ourselves and even in him when things don't turn out the way we've dreamed and hoped. He has his own dream for our lives, one filled with splashes of light and blends of color, depth, and texture, and he's waiting by the canvas with a brush, ready to paint it into reality. All we have to do is give him room to work and make something beautiful. i
that's from an album called Sailing Home by Heart to Heart. He will rescue your dreams. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. He's created you and you are his child and he has dreams for you, what he wants you to do, who he wants you to be. And if you acknowledge Jesus with all your heart, then he'll direct your paths and lead you into a wonderful future just day by day as you follow him. Praise the Lord. And if you just give your life to him, acknowledge him, let him organize your life, then I can testify because I'm 63 years old and I've gave my life to the Lord way back when I was about 21 years old. And truly he has led my life as I look back over it and, and given me way, way more than I ever dreamed that I could receive in this life. So much happiness and joy and fulfillment. And I know he'll do the same for you. And I know those of you who've served the Lord, known the Lord all your lives too, you can also testify uh, to those young people listening that it's really, really worth just giving your life to Jesus because he has a wonderful plan for your life uh, that was goes way beyond anything that you could ever imagine for yourself. Not just, of course, in this life, but for eternity to come. And that's all for us for this show. And I look forward to being back with you next time for another edition of Nightlight. Don't forget our Facebook page, Nightlight Shows. Share it with your friends. Go in and like the page. And you can also listen to Nightlight Shows right there. Click on the little play right there on Facebook. You can get to hear a nightlight show every day. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. God bless you all. Bye-bye. <laughs>